Downside. The downside. With John Marco Cerezi. Selfishly, I'm glad that you're a little late because I'm often the one that's late because I just I'm 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 glad someone else from the west side of things is showing. It's hard to get it, here. It's a ridiculous because it uh, I I have a rule for myself. <laughs> I will never leave more than an hour and fifteen minutes ahead of time because that's the otherwise that's a, it's, it's a fucking crazy rich. thing. It's like but living I do, in I do New an hour, Jersey. I do yeah. an hour and fifteen every time, and sometimes I'm still late. I'm just I'm. Well, I, I was very late. Yesterday. You live you live very you live very far north, and the thing is, you have good house parties as you should. Yeah, because to get to your place. Okay. Yeah. No, I know I'm far. Two hundred seventh Street. I'm far. I think that's convenient. Yeah. <laughs> so shut the fuck it's up. It's off an express train that runs just more reliably. <laughs> this is than all down relative. Here. Okay. You like, know. where do you go grocery shopping here? I, there's a Trader Joe's not far away. There's oh. a Whole Foods not far away, hey. and I DoorDash everything now. Okay, great. Okay. And then where do you get like if you want to go get a sandwich or lunch or dinner? Or, uh, are there there's any? a lot of food places. Yeah, there are. Like a sweet green yeah. delivered. Oh God. <laughs> you can sweet green delivered. So I walk to get. What do you? All right, whatever. Uh, <laughs> how about how they're so fucking annoying at Sweetgreen? Hey, it's we like, can relate on that. We can are. connect on they that. Are. Right. It's like, you know, if you put this, if you put the dressing on, you better eat it with it. Shut the fuck yeah. up. I'll, and yeah. wait, how many times, like, I order on Sweetgreen, and I, like, it's the basic fucking salad and they're like we're out of lettuce they're out of, we're out they of, are out of kale they are out of they, kale every the, other day right. and i don't get salads that much from there right. but like if i going once every two weeks and 50 to 75 percent time they're out of kale how how right. I, I order i order the guacamole greens to go just so you know there's no avocado today yeah. and i said oh, oh, I oh well then i'm it's, not getting that. that right yeah it's the main fucking ingredient. Yeah, and, we're not ordering crazy things in and addition. And they don't even offer you anything. Nothing. Like, they just, they don't go, we can substitute blank for, no, yeah. you have to fucking pay for it. It didn't, you, didn't used assholes. to be that way either. It didn't used to be. It's like the last two years. Yeah. The worst thing I ever did, I walked out, I, I didn't, I I didn't out, get I'm, the salad. Like if they did the salad, then there was no bread. And I said, I don't, I don't want this then. And what'd they say? They the, probably stared at you like because they, they're like they robots. Threw it, they, they, th they threw it away. I was hoping they'd say, "Well, then just, just take, take it." <laughs> but they threw it away. God, you're we so both stood annoying. <laughs> Go fucking buy a piece of bread. Dude, we're on Go the same side. Here. <laughs> no, that's not normal. They had your salad. They ran out of fucking you just bread. The free I know, salad. but no, but you need bread. <laughs> You, you, it's not filling enough to have just a salad for $21. Then go get a fucking piece of bread. <laughs> it's the bread is like this big anyway. I get I get three extra pieces. How three much? Extra pieces. No, oh, they just give it to me. No, I, they don't. No. I, I go, oh, here's how I do I go. They shouldn't be doing do that. I say like we're doing something naughty. I'm like, do you mind if I get, a little, do you mind if I get a, some extra? And they're like, okay. <laughs> I'm so they mad at you. They don't give me shit. How do you ask? Do do I don't, I don't, I do say this, hi, do I'm so nice. I'm like, hey, how are you? But you know, it also, what about the workers that are like, oh, I guess I gotta go chop up some cucumbers now mm. and I'm gonna walk really slowly and then I'll pick up the knife and then, I mean, it's like, oh my God, Well, it feels like it. It feels like a lot of those chain places from my limit, you know, experience, it feels like there's one person really working. Right. And then, and then there's like seven or eight people kind of like loading supplies, moving things from here to there. But it's like, it's like, I feel like one person gets a shift and they have to do everything. And then everyone else kind of like mills around. It's a, 
it's a wait. Did you tell your story about your car rental thing? No, I didn't. I don't think I did. You should tell. But but uh, I, I think I struggle where I'm like I'm like everyone's underpaid. All all these people working in these places are underpaid. Right. So I feel a certain degree of like. Don't don't be too mad at them. They're being treated poorly by capitalism. Right. But at the other side, you're like, well, you gotta you gotta own. You gotta it. do own something here. It is your or job. leave so someone else can I, do it. I when I was in high school, I loaded trucks. I loaded heaters on trucks. It was the most boring. I worked in a factory to make extra money. Like, I I did it. It was a job. Did you get so, strong? Were you like, uh, oh my god, I was so strong. So hot. <laughs> and I was at, a lot of people don't know this. I, in between my freshman and sophomore year in college, I was a toll collector on the New Jersey Turnpike. Really? Yes. Well, how, how was that? So boring. But yeah. now you have to realize I grew up before, you know, phones, social media, right. no computers, nothing. So you would sit there for eight hours. You weren't allowed to have like a TV or anything. You could maybe have a radio, I think. And um, I there were three shifts. There was the 6 a.m. to 2 p.m., 2 p.m. to 8 p.m., and mm. then 8 p.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, 8 p.m. to 6, 6 a.m. And I worked in the summer, so I would move from exit to exit depending on who was on vacation. Oh, and, I see. And so I went from nine, exit 9 to 13. And I swear to at the end of the... Um, I love the story. At the end of my, you know, in August when I was getting ready to go back to school, one of the head, the guys at uh, at 16E was like, hey, I can get you a job at 16E full time. <laughs> Wouldn't you like to work at 16 I'm like, no, I want to go to college. This is the fucking most boring job. And But it... You know, it was also not everyone had the same fare because it was the turnpike. It depended on where yeah. you went on. People would leave me, you know, tens thinking they're ones and twenties thinking they're ones. And yeah. And you would just time. you just keep it. Well, you're supposed to like report Give it. To it. The state. Um, but it's like you're in the middle of a thing and then a car's coming and you're sure. like, hi. Yeah. You know, so one time someone gave me a 20 and um, and I would always put the money aside uh, and then buy pot. But I would um, put the money aside and, you know, if they, whatever, if they came back, whatever. So I'm, I'm doing it and I'm in the middle of a shift and I put the money aside and then a, an hour later, I don't know, someone comes back. She, I had gave her a, tw what am I supposed to run out on the fucking turnpike and yeah. start screaming? Like, so I got in trouble and I get hired back the next summer. Wow. Hmm. How much of a time, like, was there lulls in people Oh, coming? yeah. Okay. Especially the 8, staying awake. The late, late at night. One. From the 8 p.m. to 6 a.m. was torture. But it was funny because at night when I worked that shift, um, there would be a lot of trucks. And I was 19 and hot and skinny. And um, I would get, like, a sh like, all of a sudden, one trucker would be, like, chicken late nine. And then I would get, you know, 10,000 trucks and no one would get any, no other lane was, would get any fucking cars. Do wow. they leave tips? They would go, hey, No, keep, they'd be like, the hey, chain. what's up? And then, and then when That's they- That's a quick hit. You got to hit yeah. on them yeah. quick. That's speed But hitting. I got a lot yeah. of joints and stuff from people going to the Garden State really? Arts Center. Yeah. For a concert. They're like, hey, who? I'm like, oh, have fun. I wish I could go. And they're yeah. like, here. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, the pot then was fucking like oregano. 
Do you miss? Did you miss that pot, or was it just terrible? I, I, I oh. don't know. Was it awful? It just give you headaches. Full you seeds. You know, there, this is what it was. It was like I got Colombian, I got Hawaiian. You know, like yeah. The and a lot, and it wasn't. It's like now is really weird. The pot because you we used to just roll selfies like little joints. Yeah. For our, you know, and we'd sit there and smoke. And you wouldn't get like, you know? Sure. Yeah. And now you take two hits and you're like, yeah. it, it's so concentrated now. Yeah. Well, Russell doesn't do a lot of pot, but he told me he had an edible. I want him to do an edible and us to do the podcast. And he said he had an edible. Toast. I, and, I, he, and he was like, he was like, I, I, I could never do the podcast. I just stared at the wall for three hours. I, I, I couldn't move my limb. Well, I, what I, did you take? Well, I said, how many milligrams? I said, how many milligrams? He said, no idea. I said, go get the bag. And how much? Go get the bag. 65. 65. What? See, I don't know. That is horrible. It was a gummy. You take five or ten. It was a gummy. Five or ten. That's exactly five. Five of them going to go out. I would start at five. See, I took half and I didn't feel anything for like an hour and a half. I should have waited longer. And then I took the other half. It's and amazing how that like, story, we all know the story. I didn't feel anything and I took more I, and I yet did, we I, all I, repeat I, it. I, that's why I like the gummies, but I don't because I like, at least when you're taking a hit, you get a, you know. Well, sure. it's, like, uh, it's right away. Yeah. But the gummies, I, you know, I have this, um, one of my uh, sponsors of my podcast is microdose.com. Uh-huh. And what? No, it's just funny. They got that website right out the gate. Well, they microdose THC. So they have entry level um, uh, uh, gummies that are, they're like three or something. And they're so good. But you can, you know, once you get used to it, then you can take, you know, two of them or three of them. But then they have all these other amazing strains of indica and hybrid and sativa and they're fucking great. Mm. And they're, you know, five million. You take, you take one. You take two. Yeah. You can't have fucking sixty five. No. What is wrong with you? Did you have couch lock? Uh, what does that mean? Where you can't. You're like. Uh, I. I mean, I could move, but I felt time felt so slow, and I really. Were you like, I gotta get out of this. Anything. I gotta get out I of this. I just was like laying on the couch, staring at the ceiling. I tried watching TV. It didn't really. It was too slow or too fast. It was like it was very weird. I did not like it. Um, but I know that I took too much, and uh, so I, I'll probably try a quarter of that. Let me real quick just to jump in here. So today's episode is brought to you by Microdose.com. Yeah. And uh, do you have uh, Microdose.com? No, we don't have oh. any spots. No, they're really good. I didn't mean to do it, but I was just no, thinking. No. Yeah, and I've and I've I get really big discounts. So I'll give you my discount, okay, but yeah, yeah. Um, they, they um they have you know like I've given it to people who are so anti taking anything. Yeah, and I give them that three. Yeah, that entry level, and they're like, it just takes the fucking edge off. Yeah, that's good. How okay. can I get stoned? I don't, it depends. I go. I'll go weeks with. I'm like. I don't feel like it. I do these mints now. They're two milligrams, two yeah. and a half milligrams. And I do enjoy that. Yeah. Like, and I, I, I'm in the middle of writing. You know, we're at rewrites of my. I'm, I have the show coming. This off yeah. Broadway show coming out, and uh, we start rehearsals next week. And I just sit there all day with my writing partner and his dog. And, you know, sometimes you're just like, oh, I can't. And then you, you yeah. take a little yeah. gummy, and it's like, yeah. what? Sure. Um, So I'll do it. You know, it's interesting. I'll do it a lot for a week and then I'll be like, "Eh, I don't feel like it. Yeah. Yeah. 
you know, but when I, I started smoking pot when I was 16, maybe 15, 16. Yeah. And you know, the shitty pot. And then I was a pot. I like, I smoked all through college and like wake and bake. Um, not a lot. I was not sometimes on the weekends, but sure. not, you know, I'm pretty responsible. But then when I had kids, I was like, I can't, you can't, you don't right. want to be compromised no. at all when they are that vulnerable. Like, I don't know. I would be, I feel like I'd be silly with the kids in a way that would be fun. I wouldn't be responsible. Right. But like, I could like play with night. their action figures. But right, right like, before they're going to sleep or something. Yeah, but not yeah. when you're out and, you know. Yeah. Sure, sure. And you're just like. I would leave them somewhere. And I never do anything before I go on stage. Yeah. I, I feel like it's my job. And I want every syntax in my brain working. And also, I just don't understand how people can do that. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've done it once or twice with Stone. And I get if I get to a place on stage where I'm like, are they laughing at the joke or because I'm being weird? Right. Because you're and so introspective. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah, want to yeah. be... Yeah. You want to be aware of what the fuck is going on in the room. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I just... Yeah. What did you... When, when, when you were raising your kids, what did you tell them about pot? Like, did you say, do it? Do well, you, when they, you know, look, they went to public school in New York City. Yeah. So I knew, I was like, look, just, I said, do, I told them, if you're going to smoke, do it here. Uh-huh. Um, do not do it outside. Do it indoors. Never do it outside. This was, you know, Before, 10 years ago. Right. Sure. Yep. My I dad said, would always tell me the story. He'd say like, son, even if someone's smoking a joint and they say, hey, hold this joint so I can tie my shoe. That's when the cops bust you. Mm. And he he was like, he was terrified. And he was a hippie. And right. he like acted like he never did drugs. He was one of those parents. Oh he just God, lied. I, wait. He just lied. Can I say something? Yeah. Please. I have so, I am, ve I was very open with my kids. Good. You should. And and I said, you know, and I did. I told them to smoke here. Um, at what age? At, eight? Shut up. <laughs> um, when they got into, you know, when they were, yeah. when I knew they were fucking smoking pot, sure. you know. Um I said, don't ever carry it with you. Don't ever bring it to school. Don't, don't have it on your person. If you, you know, let someone else hold it, you know? But, um, and I said, when they went to cop, you know, I said, I'd prefer you smoke than drink, you know, mm -hmm. which I would prefer. I think alcohol is so dangerous. Um, and so, especially when they got their license and stuff. So uh, there are so many parents who I know who were total potheads and act like, oh, oh, I never did. And I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Like, yeah. seriously? Yeah, yeah. It's so annoying to me. And you set up your kid poorly. To, 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 there was one time I got in trouble at school where there was it was after a theater thing and there was a big strike. You take down the set, everyone got drunk and high. And my year, we got busted. And there was some year where they like confronted me. They were like, we heard that you got drunk at the thing. And I... Should have just lied. It was the school. It wasn't the police. Right, right, right. And I should have just lied. And I wouldn't, they had no proof. But because my parents, your parents should also tell you how to ch cheat now right. and then. You need to know the system. That not to say anything. Not yeah. to just, yeah. but yeah. instead what they do is like be good, knowing they weren't good, knowing right. that all human beings are flawed. And then you have this dumb kid getting interrogated. And he's like, I did, I did drink. Because you don't tell the kid the truth. Right, right. And uh, my mom, on the other hand, she she did a lot of drugs. She was honest with me, and you know, she told me the time she did acid and how scary it was for her. And like her honest story of that, 
made me more hesitant yeah. about right. drugs. So I was like, oh, that sounds pretty scary. Right. As opposed to, I never did acid, so don't you. She was like, I did acid. I was in a closet for three hours. Mm. And I'll never forget it. My mom was at Studio 54. Oh. She was like. Right. My uh, girlfriend was at Studio 54. Our neighbor, who's now 80, um, did told the kids. She did acid in the 60s, and she said they all did acid, and then they got in the car. They're like, we're driving to Florida. And they packed all their stuff up, and they got in the car, and they're driving to Florida. And then four hours later, they come to, and they're still in the driveway. (laughs) Oh, my God. I remember I was with a group of friends who did acid one time, and I was the only one that didn't. It was four of us. And it was daylight savings, so we were springing ahead. And I just remember the night and I was sleeping on one of their couches at the end of the night. And it was, it was like a good, like it was, I was almost did it, didn't do it. And when we got home from that party, one of them was crying and he was, couldn't remember how to poop, but he felt like he had to poop <laughs> and he was screaming from the bathroom like that he had to poop, but he didn't know how. And it was like a good, like, okay, I made the right decision. Like, they were all- What did you tell? You're the sober one in the room where you're like- No, I just like, at a certain point, I was like, I wasn't fun anymore. I was a little drunk and I was just like, I'm going to pretend to be asleep and like, just lay on this couch (laughs) and then leave like when the light's out. Um, But it was, it was, it didn't seem fun. Like, they didn't have fun that night. You know what I mean? Um, All right. uh, I do have to say real quick, for those people listening, this is the downside. This is a place where we talk about the negatives. We let people complain, kvetch. Uh, wine. It's just so perfect for me. I know, I know. Uh, I, and if you're a fan, join the Patreon, patreon.com slash downside, bonus episodes, ad-free episodes. What do you do on episodes. your, um, so how do you do your Patreon with your podcast? Because I want to do that. Yeah. Right. But it's a lot of extra work. It's, right? a, lot it's extra a lot of work. extra work. So it's evolving. Right now we do live episodes. The clips are the thing that are getting the most. Right. In these clips. That's just the world we Wait, live in. we're live right now? No. no, 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 oh, right. no, 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 but we do, we do live for show the episodes, so we, we get the clips, yeah. so we can use the live episodes for something, but that's only on the Patreon, we did some weird thing for Amazon, where we did live over the phone episodes, that was on, so we just, I'm putting up a, I recorded a clean album, I'm never going to release, I'm going to put the video on the Patreon, go for it, you're a fan of me, I'm doing a clean that's album too, yeah, 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 I, I didn't want to do it, I'm a cursor, you're oh, a cursor. I'm a cursor uh, from from like the time I was fucking five Who years was, old. My dad was a businessman, so he was always on the phone, like screaming on the phone. Really? Fuck you get the fuck. And that's how I knew every curse word from an early, early age. Who was it in your family? No one cursed. I mean, my there there were these were this this was what they said: bitch on wheels. <laughs> Um, that phrase. Yeah, goddamn son of a bitch. That Is was bitch my mother. Is bitch on wheels a compliment? No, she's a bitch on wheels. Oh. I don't know what. That means. It my sounds parents, like it could be I'm a gonna compliment. tell you, my parents were born in 1916 and 1922. Wow, wow. They were older when they had me, but yeah. Back and then, my, saying you said bitch, the room. And my grandmother evacuated. was born, and she, she, she came every weekend and shared a room with me. She was born in 1896. Wow, isn't that crazy? That is crazy. What was it like sharing a room with her? I loved her. She was the best. Um, she played basketball uh, when when she was, I don't know. She was, she couldn't even vote until she was 24. Can you imagine? She lived till I was 25. Wow. Yeah. And um, she was always like, you know, have good penmanship. Um, 
She told me you can smoke cigarettes, but only smoke a couple a day. She loved beer. Um, but, she, you know, they were from New York. So yeah. uh, my mother grew up on the Upper West Side, which is mm -hmm. not, like a nice area instead of this fucking shithole we're in. And um, yeah, so I come from I came from older parents who were like a generation older than all the kids my age's parents, you know. How old were they when they had you? 40 40 ish little wow. over 40 and 47 was that because you know i once did i once did a roast battle with someone and they said the only thing you can't make fun of is the fact that my dad was old when he had me and their dad was dead they said joke about my dad being dead all you want they were very sensitive because i guess they were bullied or they felt ashamed or there was something about having older parents like, did you did you notice in terms of your friend's parents how much older they were i wasn't that aware um, they lied, to, like my father lied to me, like when he turned 60, I was like, they told me he turned 50 and oh. I was like the whole day. Cause I'm so, I was so obnoxious. I'm like, Oh, you're a half a century. Woo. You're a half a century. And he'd been a fucking half a century for 10 years. <laughs> and then when my grandmother turned 75, they told me, Oh, it's a joke. She's really 57. Like they would just fucking lie. Lie. So, um, <laughs> That's stressful. you're like, Oh my God, so, my grandma's seven years older than my right. dad. <laughs> and so I was like remembering when I found out, like I remember I was visiting my grandmother and I saw like a paper she had filled out and they said, uh, and this was like in the early 80s, mm -hmm. you know, and it said date of birth and it, and it was like 9, uh, 13, 96. And I was like, 90s, wait, 18? I was like, fucking, yeah. oh my God. It yeah. freaked me the fuck out. And I was like, and there it's just a lot of hidden shit. Like my father served in World War II. Um, Where did he go? He went to England. He was there during Blitzkrieg. Um, Jesus Christ. Yeah, but he never talked about it. Um, so you didn't know? Or I mean, he I knew he, you know, it, it was just... I didn't pay... I was around old people all the time. Yeah. Do you know if what I, I had but, gone to war, my kid would... would I would never shut the fuck up about it. I know, it but they didn't kid. do that. They didn't. They sure. My grandfather, same thing. He never really talked about World right. War II. Right. World never. War II, I think, was a really. Yeah. But here's the thing. I. They were, I think, good parents and different parents than, you know, like Elisa, my lover. Her parents were like 21 and 22 or 22 and 23. And she is always saying, my parents were children. When, you know, yeah. my yeah. parents were set in their ways. Yeah. They were, you know, they didn't give a fuck about, you know, what other people, you know, there, there were all these like young people, you know, young parents in their thirties or whatever, who'd buy like big cars. And, and I'm like, why can't we have that? And why, and they're like, because you don't need it. And it doesn't mean they're rich. That thing yeah. that none of that means they have money at all. And I was like, but, uh, and they were just very set. And like, I didn't have a big party for my bat mitzvah. My sister had like, they had dessert after her bat mitzvah. My brother, they had <laughs> brunch at the house. Yeah. You know, like we, it was like, no, that's not what it's about. But they were, and that's what I grew up with. And I resented it until now. Like we had this huge vegetable garden. They grew all their own vegetables. Uh-huh. Um, they did my mother knit and sewed and you know i don't know we took music less it was very old-fashioned a lot of reading a lot of um 
Yeah, they didn't go through that whole drug. F- you know, I that was the other parents with the Studio 54 shit. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. not even because it's really the, our generation. Were they show with you smoking pot? Did they not they know? They had no idea. They had no <clears throat> idea. Oh, my God. I just got in the car with my brother and sister last week because my brother was visiting. I went to New Jersey to, you know, have dinner with him and my sister and the, some other family. And... He, and we're at, I went to New Brunswick because I went to Rutgers. We all went to Rutgers. And uh, they're in the car going, how many drugs did you do? And I was like, I don't know. And I don't know, six, like different. And, I, and they're like, and my sister's like, like what? And I said, all right, pot, <laughs> Coke. You did Coke? I'm like, oh my God, I can't. Well, but- I, if you said six, Coke's. In the yeah, ones, yeah, like, that's definitely like it's yes. like heroin, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm and she's when, and I'm like mushrooms. What? And like <laughs> they were just, you know, my 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 siblings did mushrooms before I ever did. My little brother, yeah. I went to my little brother like so. Uh, should I be scared? Yeah, and he's like, I got to get back to high school. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah, um, I was yeah. So I, I I am really old fashioned. Like I. I handwrite thank you note. Every time someone invites me to dinner or something, I'll handwrite a thank you note, and they're wow. all like, "Oh my god, thank you so much!" Like it's, yeah. but that is how I grew up. I, I, and I try to teach some of it to my kids. Like, the when we, I think the first time we worked together, we did that that reading, which I'm gonna go ahead and call it god awful. Uh, we did a reading of a play together. What was the reading? I it forgot. was uh, at the Friars Club. Uh, I, I you, see if it's shitty I just block it out. Yeah, it out it was, I kind of remember I, it. I, yeah, I feel I feel mean and now I feel mean what I what I said about it. Uh uh it was about um it was like SNL back in the day. Uh it was like about old comedy like in the 60s and 70s. I all I remember the thing I remember the most you you were watching uh your son play basketball on the iPad oh, in that's like so the green funny. room. And you were like, you were mad at that ref. <laughs> I've gotten, I've well, you what? I got kind of kicked out of a game. <laughs> what level of game? High school. It was high school. Okay. It was high school. And, and this is here in New York. This what? Well, he he ended up. He went here in New York. Uh-huh. Um, and then he went to uh, Northfield Matt Herman, which is a prep school for was a D one feeder, uh, for his junior and senior year, but he had to redo junior. Cause you know, when you reclassify, mm. so he was at public school, freshman, sophomore, junior, then junior, senior at North Northfield. Then he went to Tulane and then he, um, transferred to Trinity D three. He didn't like D one. Okay. So we're at Le Mans school, which is this private school down, he- down here somewhere like mm-hmm. by wall street. And, <laughs> so you're already in a bad mood. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because I had to fucking take the train. Anyway, so we're down there and um, he's playing this. And, you know, he went to public school and the, the, like the prep schools are a little cunty. You know, yeah. like they're the the parents are like, Ugh. you know, he played with Michael Cohen's son. Really? Yes. He was because he t- there's this great program called Mo Motion, which is run by a female um and Maureen Holohan, Holohan, whatever, uh, and she taught Ben how to shoot. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it's called Mo Motion, and so 
a lot of those, that was an extra, you know, he would play basketball for the school, but then he also played in these AAU teams and all this other shit. And so we're at Le Mans and the kid, like they're so, they talk, sh I know they talk shit on the court because I always ask them, oh, what that one say to you, what that one say to you. And they were just being fucking assholes and say, you know, and Ben is really good. Like, so he would make a million shots and they'd be like, hey, yeah, yeah. and like, and finally I just said, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like you're so fucking nasty. I don't know if I said fuck, but I said, shut, shut up. Shut up. Don't talk like, you know, like it was really. They're just on the court and you just see them snickering to no, each no. other or whatever. They are screaming to him. Oh, the parent, the, oh, the, the kids, the kids and the parents aren't doing anything. Yeah. They're not like, shut up, shut up. And these kids are just. And I just said, stop it. Like, shut up. And they're like, uh, and then the, the coach. The other coach was like, get her, you know, we're going to call the police. I said, call the police. Have fun. Enjoy. And Ben's like. And then I just, I went outside. I just had to stand outside. But I was so mad. You know, it's, I don't know. It's so disgusting. And so it happened, the, I don't know where the hell I was, a, a college game. And they were like screaming shit. His, his really close friend, Gil, who uh, plays on training with him. You know, I knew they were yelling shit and they're yelling at the coach, like just rude, horrible shit. And they were yelling to Gil about, I guess they looked up his parents and they were yelling about, and I told them to shut. <laughs> I did it again. And they all looked around at me and were like, what? You know, but they, last year they called Ben a, a fucking Jew. Oh my God. Yeah. So. On the court, like. He was playing, yeah. They were like fucking jew or something and he said something afterwards to the coach and they got in trouble and now they make an announcement before all the games not to say fucking jew <laughs> not yeah, to exactly. say things that's crazy it's unbelievable and they're all people like here's the thing your kids play sports I, you know look my kids had two moms and they were both like henry was really great at soccer uh ben was just unbelievable at everything like baseball and and you know i'm dealing with these fathers who are living vicariously yeah you know like and i'm just like oh my god shut the fuck up like it's not that important i'm sorry you you know didn't yeah. make the varsity team but yeah. it's it's a lot of this competitive and they're so invested and i'm in bed like i love the games i, I don't want to miss any of the games i'm really into it but i'm not like my sure. whole self-esteem is like about right, you know right. what I mean. Now, when you get when you get angry, which is twenty, sure. You know, and my five, dad, my four. dad was. I mean, I have my anger things, and my dad. It comes from my dad. Do your do your kids ever go, mom? Please, please don't make a scene because I do that with Every my dad. Every fucking, like I'm bringing someone over. Can you please act normal? Like it's always. Yeah. Um, and then when the when the when the friends come over and they're like, oh, your mom's really cool. Then they're like, oh, mommy, you know. But yeah, because I do have the I have no frustration tolerance. Yeah, and I get like the the reaction doesn't match the offense a yeah. lot of the time. 
Um, and I have ADHD, so I get really mad at myself. Like I, a lot of it is taken out on myself. Like I thought I got everything together and then I forget one thing and I'm like, you fucking idiot. Like yeah. I get really mad at myself. I feel very, I, first of all, I, I do think I have ADHD. Uh, it was being with a girlfriend. I feel it. I, I need to go get it checked out, but I do that too. And I'm loud. There's just a right, degree I'm of loud like too. loud and I understand I have to because I'm for me if the train would happen to you today if they oh, got like, on the speaker and I was going to your place for your podcast and I and they said you know you got to get off the train I'd be like fuck god damn that's it. what I did fuck. yeah I did I got I, they're like I'm sitting there first of all I had to wait forever I kept saying it was coming and it didn't come and then they're like next stop second avenue and then that's it get off and I'm like I just said what the fuck I literally was like what the fuck is what I'm just talking, and I talk in the air. Yeah. Like you fucking yeah. ass. And, and what do you, when you, because you don't do that. No. When you see people who do that, truly, what's your thought? Um. Well, listen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I think it, it depends on the thing. I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I think it's a common thing in New York to see someone get mad at the train. That doesn't sure. really phase me anymore. I would say if it's not that situation, if it's like uh, another situation where I see someone yelling in public, it's, I, I steer clear. What do you do with your rage but, though? Well, you have rage. What do you do with it? Cause I like, I have to do it. So release valve. Oh yeah. I mean, I feel like I get it out in the, the, the show. Like I get to yell and stuff a lot on the in the mm. the show I'm in and you know I don't know I don't think I have a healthy way of dealing with it because I do there are times where I'm not doing something I'm ha happen to be in a show now where I get to yell and do all He's that in stuff Titanic. Um, oh I want to uh, see that you so bad see yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I was just talking about Mazel Tov that's yes. it's like yeah, so, and Daryl Roth is the greatest she is I met her once quickly okay Daryl Roth this is the theater that Russell's performing in, right? Yeah, but yes, her but she's a person. as a person, a person. Uh -huh. is such a champion for, uh, you know, underheard voices and theater. And she's just one of the greatest women um, I've ever had got, the, you know, the chance to work with and be friends. I, like, I she is, go Daryl Roth. Okay, Great. so, but I, all right. I do this thing now, and so they know when, and I really, they're like, mommy, can you not take, can you not, you know, they're like, calm down. It's not that big of, you know, because uh -huh. Ben's studying psychology. Henry's full of rage. <laughs> he goes overboard too. Um, but I do this thing now, like, I don't know if this happens to you with the ADHD. Uh-huh. And by the way, Elisa, who is also a fucking therapist by trade, you know, you don't know how hard it is to be in a relationship with someone ADHD and is always showing me these fucking books. And I'm like, you're annoying too, so shut the fuck up. My, at least I have a disease and you are just annoying, okay? <laughs> so I do this thing now, like, you know how you're in your head and you're really focusing and then something happens to fuck up whatever you yeah. had and then you can't handle it? Like yeah. something drops on the floor or you're, you know, it's just, I go like this now. Mm. and that signals everyone and they're like mommy but i go mm. so you used to would have like yelled screamed right. fuck like you, yeah you like like yesterday like i eddie was there my writing partner with the dog who's the sweetest fucking lucy and i was in the back i got a bad phone i don't know what happened i was like fuck fuck this shit you, don't fucking tell me what to do i'm fucking sick and 
he said, and I went back in the other room and he's like, um, Lucy didn't really like your yelling. And I was like, oh, I need to talk comfortable. But I do do this. Sometimes I can't. I'm so enraged and it's over stupid I'll shit. try that. I'll yeah. try just keeping the mouth closed. You go, mm-hmm. But, I, you know, I what would like be scary? <laughs> if you're next to me on the train, and well, I, listen, would you have I me go like, I, fuck, God, fucking damn it. Or... No, actually, guys, I think I think in public stick with the fuck because there's something really unsettling. About, but I understand in in the, in person, as in long as people know what's happening, that's a healthy. Tova, my girlfriend Tova, she yells at the Alexa like yeah. constantly. Yeah, and I tell her please. Please, it's not helping. I can't do that. I cannot have. I, I don't. First of all, I don't Alaska trust for it. anything. First of all, Siri knows sh- fucking nothing. Nothing. Fuck Siri. It's like I found on the internet. Shut the fuck up. Like just look it up. Read a book. I can't. Okay, wait. The other thing about getting angry. I'm gonna tell my dad these. Okay. The other thing. First of all, I like I had to work out after the, my phone call yesterday. Uh, Eddie was like, "Go on the Peloton right now." I'm like, "Okay." Um. <laughs> But it's the, it's the, inju- like it's, I, I, I the, what makes me so fucking angry is like, you have a job, it's really easy, and you don't do it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that thing with sweet green. When I yeah. look and it's like, we have no lettuce, I'm like, so fucking mad. Like, Would you I'm, take it out on them or do you hold it in? No, it's not their fault. I know, but like, where do you uh, put I, it? But there's an oh, injustice that's happening. Oh, I start going, fuck happening. you. Then it changes my whole plan because I order it before I go over there. But mm. um, when people can't do their jobs or say they're going to do something and they don't do it, you know, that kind of stuff drives me crazy. You have one fucking job. Yeah. You know? But your parents, do they ever yell? Do you, like, I'm oh, like, they yelled all dad. the time. Oh, so it was from them. Okay. Yeah, my mother yelled. My father would yell. He does the thing that I did with the, you know, he'd yell at the sprinkler. Like I yell at inanimate objects. Yes, that's, that's, I've always said, like, yeah. at least I say I don't guide it towards people. It's that's always that inanimate object. I say that all the time. Like, Elisa will <laughs> get mad at me. What other excuses do you have for your anger that no, I could use? No, but it's true. I'm like, fuck it. And I feel, oh, I do this whole thing where it's like happening to me. Like I have a black cloud and God is doing this to me. And why is my life so hard? It's like, and my friends just make fun of me. It's like, yeah, the whole world is, you know, revolves around you and God is like, whatever. I don't even know if I believe in God, but whatever. You know what I mean? I do envy having God as, uh, I was watching Amadeus and he has God to blame. Right. I wish there was God just so I could be someone and be like, fuck you, as opposed to just, oh, I do that all the time. Nothing's going on. This is another thing I do. Really? I swear to, to God, when something happens, anything. That, you're going to do this to me today? Great. I hope you enjoy it. Like, I have these fucking stupid conversations. And I'm God like, comes down I like, can't... that made Jesus uncomfortable. Yeah. I can't you believe go... I, I don't. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I'm I, a Jew. I, I, of course. Um, no, yeah. But we're no. all Jews here except for you're, Russell. Yeah, not, Russell's not no, a Jew. No, I'm sorry. But, not at all. Uh, maybe someday. <laughs> <laughs> no, Who but knows? I can't believe I'm telling you all my little secrets. Well, about... No, because my dad, I think I've told it once, but it's it's like. He he took it out on people, and he took it out on his staff. Like oh, you no. know, because he's 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 stupid. But there was one time I always remember where we went to a restaurant. We were getting it to go. And there was a woman there he kind of knew in the, the village Potomac, and uh, she said, "Oh, you look kind of sad." And my dad was like, "Well, that that's because I am sad." And she said, 
Like you know when you get to the gates of heaven. Oh God! Oh no! I know. So, so oh, and I, no. I'm just and I'm just seeing. I'm oh, a little. And I'm a little boy, and I'm like I'm nervous. I want to run up to this older one and be like, shut, shut the fuck up, please, shut the fuck. <laughs> when you get to the gates of heaven, Jesus will not isn't gonna be curious about why you're so sad. He's gonna want to know kind of why you lived. She was trying to be helpful, and my dad goes, you know what? Fuck you! <laughs> and grabs the stuff and walks out. And, oh, and it was man. like a fancy restaurant. Fancy I restaurant. That. I love that. But oh. as a kid, I think it gave it think it gave me a lot of anxiety. I was scared to bring right. my dad in public. I'm scared for him to be in a comedy right, show. Right, yeah. right. And he's just he can't control it. I've never met your dad. You've never met him? No. Which is crazy. You know, I do think my mother would always not let something just pass like if someone dissed her or treated someone else like shit she would always speak up and i think and i do the same thing and i think sometimes the kids are like just let it go and i'm like no i'm not gonna you know injust like i can't you know what is i it, mean is it a jew because my girl my girlfriend she oh I, I she was coming home one day i was on the phone with her i was on the road and it was late and she like went to our door where there's a little, you know, uh, by the mailboxes and stuff. And there was a guy in there who like wouldn't open the, didn't open the oh, door. I for do that all the so time. She, but she goes in and goes like, did you see me? I was standing right there and I'm on the phone with her and I'm like, baby, baby, what, what are you doing? Baby? Oh God. What? What? <laughs> baby, what's your, what do baby, you say? Baby, 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 We call each other Dar, Dar, short for darling. And anytime we've been That's on the cute. road with anyone, they all like... Ted Alexandro calls us Dar. Everyone calls us Dar. Tom Papa. Every fucking person we've ever done a gig with. What do you um, call Nicole John other Fish. than the B word? Yeah. <laughs> Rachel. Uh, What's your know. term? I don't know if I have a... You don't say baby, you don't say hon? Maybe baby once in a while, but not like a... Ew, it's not like baby. A, it's not a normal... It doesn't... I'm, baby's too like... Baby. Hey, baby. I'm trying baby, to think. Baby. You think baby's more hetero? Oh, it's yeah. really hetero. Yeah. Yeah, and it's baby. so role playing. Like, you're the baby. Oh, baby. Oh, Last baby. night we did. So it was like, I'm in baby mode now. <laughs> what does that baby, mean? Baby mode means I'm turning off all the lights. I'm locking up. It means oh, that. It oh, means she's take done. care of me. She means take she's care done of me. for the night. Wait, yeah, yeah, so yeah. how long have you been married? <sighs> Seven years. Wow. Seven, yeah. Seven mm. years. Three wow. to go. That seems three. How old were you? <laughs> how old were you when you got I was uh, 31. When you got married? 30. 30. See, that's good. How old are yeah. you? 34. Oh, you're a baby. Yeah. All right. Uh, okay, baby. well, you got married. I mean, you're, look at, you're looking at me, and I had parents that were, you know. Yeah. How old were you when you got married? I did, we're not married. What? Your, your first? My first? We couldn't get married. It was... Um, you couldn't? Okay. Yeah, there was no gay marriage. We All were together right. for 20 years. Did you did you want to get married or at the time were you like I fought for marriage equality mm. and I fought all through the AIDS crisis like I became like you know when, once I like 80 middle of the 80s the end of when the when the virus came out right and yeah. it was hitting gay men and it I can't even like I, can't, I when I look at videos from that period of time I get like PTSD. It was like I this is so I remember I had dinner. Lisa and I, Dar and I had dinner with some younger gays um several months ago, maybe almost a year ago, uh, who we we have dinner with um you know, every few months. And 
they're in their 20s and I was sitting at the table and I was looking at all these gay people who can get married who you know don't have to think about you know and I anything and I remember being I was like god I remember being their age and I'd be sitting at dinner with my friends and going I wonder if I'll ever see that person again or you know, yeah, yeah. they look horrible or they're sick or they got it or, you know, and it was this, you know, you talk about the pandemic now, but for our community, it was like all these young yeah. people who. And it's also before social media. So if people died, you'd find out in a more disjointed right, way. I imagine. But you knew because if you were like involved, like I worked at the AIDS walk, I volunteered at God's Love We Deliver. I marched and marched and marched. Um, and I, I remember when they were doing the AIDS rides, you know, where they would ride from, you know, Boston to New York or L.A. to wherever or all the way across. I would go to the campsites and do stand up, you know, like, yeah, it was we really were fight and it was life and death. And so I think a, there's a lot of this is the downside. Uh, there's a lot of gay privilege now you know um a lot of young gays who don't realize that just you know 40 35 years ago we everyone was dying it, like yeah. literally dying yeah and and you realized at that time you know people were together for 25 30 years and their families would come in at the end and leave them with nothing yeah. wouldn't let them go to visit, uh, wouldn't let them at the funeral, would kick them out of their home. I mean, it was awful. And that's why we fought so hard for marriage equality. So we couldn't get married. Mm -hmm. And then I met Elisa, still couldn't get married. And we've been together 16 years. And she won't, will only get married. She Her, her birthday is December 31st. My birthday is November 15th. And in that six weeks, we're the same age. Otherwise, she's a year older than me. And that's the only time she'll get married. And it's been 16 years and she's out of her. Now, do you live together? Uh, yes, we do. Yes, and you, we do. And you, yeah. we yeah. don't live together. Oh, that's interesting. How, for the I whole gotta, time? I gotta or, say, well, for the whole time or, or you decided? Well, <clears throat> well, we own it. We, I bought a house in Provincetown oh. right after, in 94, right? Um, Damn. I had been on All American Girl. I got my first like sitcom. Yeah. And I took the money and I bought this house. And then, so she had now, she's bought into the house. So we own that house together. Okay. Cool. And we live there together when we're there. But she lives in Harlem. I live on the Upper West Side. All right. And talk to me about because I think that's, the, the, that would hurt Tova's feelings. And I think, how many nights do you spend together? Like, do you go there? Does she go here? Yeah. She comes to me more than I go to her, which. Because she has a car, well, she has a car in a garage and she's, it's easier for her. But, um, I would say three, four nights a week. I just, there's sometimes, and I get this on the road at least where I sleep right. very peacefully. And also my girlfriend has night terrors. So there's like a real oh, reason. Oh, Henry had it. those. They were horrible. Really? Yes. Would they wake you up from the other room? Oh yeah. What it's horrible. What like? It you had to like calm them the fuck down or just hold them or whatever. Yeah, yeah. They're horrible. Does she, is she on antidepressants or anything? Uh, no, she takes she takes clonopin. Oh, uh, to help with it. it right. They've gotten better overall. Right, right. But there, she got mugged a while ago. Oh, and, that's and terrible. That's what she, Fucking she's asshole. Pretty sure start, and she she chased after them and got the phone back. 
good. Fuck that motherfucker. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I have. I know someone. I was in this show, this off Broadway show, and he is a, a professional understudy. Mm-hmm. Those people are fucking it's geniuses. Wild. It. it I can't even. Uh, whatever. And so he's. He's been with his partner. It's got to be 40-something years now, 43, 44 years, whatever. Um, and they live in Midtown, and one lives in apartment 5A, and one lives in apartment 6A. And they spend all their time together, and then at night, they're like, all right, night-night. Yeah, I like it. It's, I know, I'm telling you. I like the option. Yeah, it's I don't I don't need it all the time playing nights together, but I just think it's yeah. nice as well. But well, it's it, it, like you know you get home from work and sometimes you just don't want to fucking deal with anyone. Yeah. That's the other and, part. And I get home re- like I'll go out and do a late set, and I don't want to. You know, she's like you're gonna make me like she doesn't. She's never lived with anyone, so she doesn't get that you can kind of figure that shit out. But you know, I like coming home and not right. and being yeah. able to do whatever the fuck I want. Especially yeah. if I have like a bad set. Sometimes I'm like. I just need to be alone. You if, never have a bad set. Judy, please. Okay, sorry. Please stop. I've had plenty. We got another day of NBA action. And with FanDuel, every night is a watch party. So it's time for your FanDuel crew to make their bets. So what's the move tonight, gang? You know that new customers who bet $5 get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Woohoo! We're heating up, fam. Bet all the stars with all your friends and make every moment more only on FanDuel. New customers bet $5, get $200 back in bonus bets if you win. Make every moment more with FanDuel. It goes down in the field. It go down. It go down in the field. 21 plus and present in Virginia. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to the Pants Cast, brought to you by Lululemon, a show about all things pants. My guest is Matt James, former NCAA player and Lululemon ABC pant enthusiast. Hi, great to be here. Matt, tell us all about those ABC pants. The comfort? They're like the pants I put on when I don't want to wear pants. Versatility? You could wear these pants to a wedding, but you could also wear these to a cookout. And what about style? They're like if casual and cool had a baby. Well, it's clear why you're an ABC enthusiast. Pleasure having you and your pants on the show. Thanks for having us. Find the shockingly comfortable ABC pants at lululemon.com. Uh, uh, so, but you adopted, so you adopted your, or not adopted. No, no, so. You uh, co-parent so, adopted. What no, is it called? No, <sighs> Good research. Thank you. <laughs> really do your due diligence. Um, I know they're ex- different. I know they're, I know they're not biologically related. Different sperm donor because we right. ran out of the first one. Right. So, Hen- uh, so my ex had Henry and then I adopted him. Uh. Was that hard at that time? It, we had to wait till he was almost one. I guess ten, I had all the paperwork in, and then it took like 10 months or 11, something like that to get a court date. Was it more difficult because it, you were lesbian, or was it? It, yeah, wasn't a- it's, it was, you know, it was called a second parent adoption, and it just, it just had passed. But when I had been, and Sharon and I broke up. When they were two and a half and seven and a half, and she hadn't done the paperwork, and that, since she moved out, we didn't live together. We were, we were not, you know, legally married. We had 
um there's no bi- was no biological connection to mm-hmm. Ben. Um that was a precedent setting case in the state of New York. Wow. For Cuz it was a it was Cuz we had broken up and um you know, there was no she had no legal there was nothing you know in the eyes of the law that made her a, a parent of this child. Sure. And um so this was good for divorced gay people everywhere. I mean, I just, I thought, you know what? I had, I could have said, you know, fuck you. Yeah. You know, but we had those kids together. I didn't want like, you know, Henry to be going back and forth and Ben just staying with me. It was yeah. like, they're brothers. We had this family together and they're going to stay together. And yeah. so the judge, yeah. And then at the, oh, this was, we're in the judge's chambers and at this time, I was already with Elisa. It took years. And um, we're in the judge's chambers, and she asks the kids, I guess they're 10 and 5, um, do you know what's going on? And uh, Henry said yes, and he looks at Ben and says, now we're full brothers, and they hug. And I was like, I did the right thing. Yeah. And it wow. was just so. That's very sweet. Yeah. What year and then is he, this? Ten and five. So that would be two thousand seven. Wow. Or yeah, two thousand seven. How? What? Are, I mean, that is not that long ago. No, that's what's crazy. And you know, when, all this when we like, when Henry was born, like we had to carry papers to prove that I was also. It was like, it. You know, it's just. It was so fucking ridiculous. Yeah. There was a time Sharon was with Ben. Ben was a baby. She was getting on a plane and they were like, and I'm mommy and she's mama. And the, they, she's, and he was a lap baby, even though he was gigantic. And they said, oh, is this your mommy? And he said, no. And they're like, no, my mommy. He said, no, my mommy just left. She's not here. And they were like, what? Oh, and she's like, I'm mama. Right, Ben? I'm mama, right? And it was just like. <laughs> that always helps with, I'm mama, uh, yeah. right? right? Right. And it was also, you know, and also anytime you took him to the doctor, and I wrote an article about when Ben got his tonsils out and they treated us completely different than the other straight pair. It's like, you know, you don't realize until you have to fight for like basic human rights and dignity and to be treated like you don't realize what it's like yeah you know and and i you know you think about how do they treat you what was there anything significant and or that you what did you notice that they did differently what they the in this particular with the tonsils like oh my god first of all every for, henry went to school when he was in kindergarten she's just like what do i write mommy it says mother father so then i uh, then i called Christine Quinn at the time, who was Speaker of the House, she's amazing. And I was like, these forms have to be changed to parent guardian, parent guardian. Because after 9-11, it's not even gay. It's like, how many kids lost their parents in 9-11? You know? How many kids have parents, you know, who died of cancer or incarcerated or whatever, live with their grandparents? Like, it's ridiculous. And then um, when he got, and so when he got his tonsils out, you have to read this article. They use it as a learning piece now. Um... I bring him to the doctor. He's on Sharon's insurance and we're checking out and they're like, uh, the, the receptionist, you know, it's like, 
okay. And then she looks up. She said, um, so who's the real mother? Like in front of Ben, mm. I said, are you asking who the biological mother is? I can answer that. But don't you ever ask that question to yeah. another, uh, you know, same sex parent. And I knew I had to, like, you know how you can be like, oh, I don't feel like getting into it. Exactly. Yeah. You can't, if you have a child st standing there, if they see you yeah. go, oh, um, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I am working. You know, like, you yeah. have to show. Because the that, easy thing would be like, she's the real mother. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and then, oh. And you can't. So I said, don't ever ask that. I'm the biological. And that's his other mother. And he's on her, you know, like, and don't ever say that again. Yeah. And then. How did she react? Did she, like, God, she so was sorry. like, I was, you have to be kind and firm, but you have to show the kids they can't shy away, you know, like yeah. they, so anyway, and then, um, so he gets the tonsils out and Sharon and I are both there and they're like, one parent can go in when he goes under and one parent can be there, you know, and you can decide. So we're, you know, Ben is so like, whatever, I don't care. And, um, and we get there and the forms are mother, father, mother, father. So we, you know, I would get a fucking Sharpie and I, you know, You're change mother, 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 yeah. Gay. So they, we, there's another people, it's other family in the waiting room and the kid goes in and both parents go in. And I go, why are they mm, going in? Oh. And they're like, well, those are, and I said, we, you those know, like, what? right. Like so that, that, that plus the forms and then. I had, you know, I was so infuriated. And so he gets the tonsils and he was staying with me. Because I'm the better mom. All right. So anyway, he's staying with me after <laughs> you the surgery. You mean which is the better mom? <laughs> <laughs> um, kidding. Um, no. Uh, so he's staying with me and uh, he go. I go out. He's my, maybe 11. I don't know. And I go out. He's like, oh, my God. And I said, I'm going to go out and get you some ice cream. So I go out to get ice cream. And I remember I was walking on the street and my phone rings. And he's like, Mommy, they just called from the hospital. You know, because they called to say. And they said, um, is your mother or father home? And I was just like, and I didn't know what to say. And I was just like, fuck. And I wrote to them and I wrote this article for Huffington Post yeah. about how to treat, you know, gay families and the president of New York Presbyterian wrote to me and apologized and but it's just that kind of shit but then you realize you have kids they have to come out all the time because yeah. every kid's like how tall's your dad you know and they ha they have to learn how to come out too yeah yeah uh, yeah, it's just shit be most so, people don't think about. No, it's, it just must be such an uphill battle because everything, everything is says mother, father for, for a certain amount of time. It must. It well, takes and so it's long. also crazy, like you said, like you're like that's 2007, like, which does not 2007. feel long ago. I always think all, about, but like, you think it was so, you know, so you, much has happened. I mean, you, I, uh, you know what? I was born 17 years after the Holocaust. Yeah. That's like nothing. Well, speaking is specifically, you mentioned uh, younger gays not knowing like what people have. Like I think of one of my first. I remove. I remind people of the Holocaust when, whenever <laughs> I can. I do <laughs> all the time. Anytime an argument when, starts going yeah. south, I say, "Let me tell you about something." Uh, right. One of my first bosses in New York. She's a lesbian. She's probably seventy-five now. Disgusting. And she, um, 
she would tell me stories like like when she because she's been in New York her whole life she had to like run out of bars like in the 60s you know like run out and hide from police like you're like it's just it's wild I yeah. remember I told this on stage a few weeks ago because there were these young gays and they're like yeah no my parents know and, I don't know. and I'm like oh god you're welcome and so <laughs> I remember, so Sharon's a big executive, right? And when she, the I was must have been twenty five, whatever. And she gets this. She has her first big business trip in Amsterdam, and we're, you know, she's like, okay, we're gonna go, and we're staying in this big fancy hotel. And she went with another uh, colleague who was straight and married, and we go to this big hotel, and she's at a conference for like three days. And I can't even walk into the hotel with her. I can't be seen with her. I can't even, like, it's like I had to stay clear. Meanwhile, the woman who was with the husband was like, and I would, so. For, is this a work kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, it was or a the work hotel? thing. Oh, okay. Oh, no. It was a it work, was work thing. You, they couldn't know that you were. Right. I mean, we're in Amsterdam. I'm sure they didn't fucking care. But, yeah, yeah. You it know. funny with Titanic, you were like, you told your wife, like, you can't come in here with me. This is... Yeah, because everyone's gay. Here oh. So, um, yeah, so we... Sh they couldn't know. So we would meet somewhere else, like... Yeah. Um, but in the mornings when she was with the colleagues, you know, in, in the... Um, in the lobby, sometimes I'd go up to her and be like, hi, are you from the United States? Do you uh, know? And she'd be like, get away from me! Get away from me! Um, but I had to, I hung out with the other one's husband and we just got stoned all day and went to museums. But then they could, he could walk in and, you know, I couldn't be yeah, seen with yeah. him. It was ridiculous. Wow. Or she would have gotten fired. Do you feel like, I think what I've been surprised with uh, politics recently i think i always had an assumption and again i was a theater person so like i feel like i was always uh, you know near the gay community and i assumed everything would get more accepting in terms of at the very least people being gay and then it yeah. feels like with the with the the stuff in florida and the gay oh teachers my God. Arizona, the drag Arizona, like this week today or whatever the drag the, the drag show. where i've been I think for myself, I go, oh, how stupid of me. I believed that uh, acceptance of being gay, like there was so much. I felt like there's so much. People must be used to it by now. People must oh be. Oh, my God. It happens in New York with the drag thing, too. But, but I, we had a black president. I was like, oh, my God. Yes. Yes. We did. No. It. What, who do they come after when they're, you know, they come after the Jews first. Uh -huh. And then, you know, they come after the gays, they come after the marginalized, they come after the blacks, they come after the Asian, they come after, you know, it, no, this, we are becoming a religious, you know. But sometimes it's even without the religion, I think I've always been surprised, it's the same way like in Russia, it's, it's uh, you know, horrible oh, towards yeah. gay people, but it's without the religion, and I always find that so... Fascinating because I always thought religion was the thing right, that right. made people homophobic, and it's more like no, it's a marginalized community, and so it's an easy, it's an right. easy one to gang up against. I right. guess. Right, and you know when when it was AIDS, they called it you know sure yeah God's you know revenge and stuff like that. I mean, it no, they hate us. They hate us. They want everyone to be like you know woman man. You know, first of all, and I used to do I. 
I have this in my show too now because we're writing about when I came out on stage, you know, mm-hmm. and how it changed my career. And I used to do this bit about all the people who were allowed to get married, and I wasn't. And I have that's a, that's a, I could yeah, that's and a it bit. was so funny. I talk about Eric and Lyle Menendez, the Menendez brothers, killed their fucking parents. They're in jail. And they both get married. And then Lyle got divorced and remarried. Someone else, like Jerry Sandusky, major molester, uh, more rights than I have. Mary Kay Letourneau, she married her fucking student, more rights than I, you know. And we're not talking about, you know, when gay people got married, it was the, the, there were more marriages that day than in the history of New York City. And where did they get married? At City Hall. No one's going to a fucking mosque or synagogue or church. They're going to get the rights like, so they could visit them in the fucking hospital. There's a story of these two lezzy moms who were at Disney World with their kids. One of them had a massive stroke and they took her to the um, hospital. She was in the ICU and they wouldn't let the partner in to the room or the kids into the room because they didn't recognize gay, this was gay marriage was passed in the state but yeah. not federally and they were like you're not next of kin you're not allowed to go in there and the woman died alone in the fucking oh uh, my god right yeah. and that's that's what your state fucking rights yeah it's so hateful like how yeah. does me you know being in a relationship and having to like how does that affect your fucking but house that, that's what I've never I've never understood even the the feeling i always remember my stepfather who's more conservative i mean he's independent who's voted republican forever and you're like okay you hold on to that title you like the word independent but i i just remember as a kid when the the gay marriage stuff was was kind of being talked about more and he was like he was like i don't have any problem with it i just think marriage is between a man and a woman and even at that age i was like what are you talking about right what do you mean it's a made up with just a word yeah and then you're gonna get divorced it's all about property it's just about property and like why shouldn't like wasn't there wasn't like we'll do civil union wasn't that Uh, a thing at a time we had um yeah we had civil we had what was it domestic partnership Uh uh-huh then civil union it's like who fuck you like just yeah. because you have a penis and you have a vagina yeah you should have more you know your relationship is more valid than my go fuck yourself i just and i just had this whole argument with uh my brother-in-law and it was you know it was really tense because I get really emotional and it's very painful really? for me. How could you not? I, about yeah, yeah, about yeah. Roe v. Wade and oh, about and about you know that you know what I get it it pains me that people who are who love their their in laws their nieces their nephews their siblings you know um, will vote for someone who doesn't believe they should have the same rights as you because it benefits their pocketbook or mm-hmm. some other issue. And it's like, well, that, you know, it's, there's a lot of, well, that's not my issue. Yeah. It's not your issue yet, you know, yeah. until you, um, realize, oh, my kid's gay. Oh, my kid's trans. Oh my, you know, until, yeah. and then you're like, oh, but you, it's like, I'm your, I'm your sister. I'm yeah. your this, I'm your aunt. I'm your, like, so you're going to vote for that person who wants to, take away a woman's right to choose 
and you know it doesn't affect you that like that's the hardest part it feels like such a lack of imagination like to just not be able to just a little bit see oh wouldn't that suck if that was you you know like it's so it's also like if you've never had to stand up for your rights or protest or march you're entitled Mm -hmm. yeah you know i'm sorry but you are an entitled the fuck is that what's building (laughs) With other, with other apartments. Where's the rest of the apartment? Is it? Is that a closet? Is that the That's other? That's a bedroom. That's a bedroom. That's a bedroom. That's a bathroom. So this, this is the, is the living room. So is there a TV here? Uh, there's a TV in there. Mm-hmm. If you want to watch something after food. Yeah, we can watch a movie shoot. and hang out. Get, we can have edibles and watch a movie. <laughs> that would be yeah, fun. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, it, it's like people don't you don't think about it because it doesn't affect you uh, in your daily life yeah but when you spend your time like going to just i I don't know i just how can you not be empathetic do you feel like things are going backwards right now are you hopeful yes yeah it's i can't believe oh my god it feels worse but it's also this is probably like well there's a lot of gay characters and gay like it's it's so far it's hard to imagine like I mean you know what's really scary for me that fucking the the books the banning of the books yeah that I don't know if you saw that but picture with books anymore Judy I mean we're all on the internet shut up like it, but um, like I understand like they're no, doing banning- it like well good luck. Good, there's no porn in no. the library. I was still able to find no, it at 15. No, 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 no. You look at these classrooms in Florida, and the teachers are literally yeah. covering up these books. Like, you're so fucking dumb. Yeah. Like, sure. seriously, you don't want to read a book? Don't read it. But don't tell other people, you know, art is not supposed to be safe. It is not safe. And you're, Of course. I'm sorry. And that, but I just don't see it. You know, like the way that uh, DeSantis was mad at Disney because Disney said, like, being gay is okay. They, they said the softest thing they could. But Disney, I think the power of Disney is more powerful than the power of Florida social. Because, and Disney, now that it's a big entertainment, Disney is always going to be pro gay at this point, I would imagine. That is, it they doesn't can't. matter. You have a governor let, making laws. Sure. Saying you but can't say this. But the kids are going to go, I watch can't. Disney. These kids are going to go watch matter. the Daily They're, Wire for no, their fucking no, no, animation. No, 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 no. Yeah, but think there about was, the ramifications of like changing the educational, like, all those books, all the certain parts of history that they're now Florida teachers are not allowed to mention now or talk about. That does have a trickle down effect in terms of like it does. But what about the valedictorian who of of his high school who gave a speech and he was supposed to give a speech and he wanted to talk about being gay, but he wasn't allowed to. So he talked about having curly hair, and you know this kind of silencing people. Yeah, it is dangerous. And it is, it's destructive. It's terrible. What fucking, you, the first time, this is what my whole show's about too, but the, my, yeah, uh, pro, but it's like, you use your first amendment right. You're like, oh, I don't have to wear a mask. And, uh, and then you're telling people what books they can fucking read. Yeah. Fuck you, yeah. you fucking asshole. Oh, yeah. oh, here we go. Um, I hate that fucking Ron DeSantis. I know, yeah, it's, he's, he's going to be the next president. It's very no, alarming. No, he's not. Oh, you you're not scared? I'm. That's the number I'm, one. I'm scared because people think like he's like, oh, he's not crazy like Trump. Exactly. You know? Right, he but he also he's has psycho. no personality, and yeah, I don't yeah. know. I I don't know. I don't know. I can't believe Trump was ever president. Yeah. I can't. 
I just You can see the personality with him though. You can see did now did you ever work with Trump back in the day? No, I interviewed him. I used to do the show on HBO at the multiplex with Judy Gold. Uh-huh. And it was it was on for ten years and I would interview people at the movie theater. It was on in between the f- movies on HBO. And what and we would go to these multiplexes and I would interview people as they were coming out of the theater. And uh, someone just wrote to me about this. Remember when? And I was at this theater and Donald Trump and I think Melania came in. Mm. And I went over and said, hey, what are you seeing today? And blah, blah, blah. And he was such a dick and a half. <gasps> but he was like, oh, you're tall. I'm like, Ugh, I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> what movie was he seeing? I don't fucking know. <laughs> it had to have been a movie he was in, like Home Alone 2. Home Alone I've seen Home Alone. I too. think it was oh, like he was going. They those two were going to a theater that was like just for them. Do you know oh, what I yeah, mean? Sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. So they had you know reserved the theater. There was so just a clip the other day. It was like I think I think Melania took it as Trump listening to Taylor Swift in the car, and it's just wild to think him him like getting to enjoy that thing that is like. That that you know he's, it's, he doesn't enjoy do anything. Think, yeah, what are you say, fucking you talking he enjoys about? He, what if he loves Taylor Swift? He, he doesn't love no, he, anything. I think he really likes Elton John. I think that that was and like it's that, that was, kind of shit where I'm like, okay, well then, you well then you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't enjoy you can't. it. It all hates you. You know. <laughs> what about when they play these songs that they're? I know. And then the people are like, uh-uh, cease and desist. Yeah, you but yeah. you're never going to stop it. It's, some, it's one of those things like, well, good luck. They're going to play it. They're going to play it. That That's the price for being so popular that you become a multi-multi-millionaire is, is evil people are going to use their songs. Yeah. Uh, but it is funny to see Trump doing YMCA. That was one that he did. Yeah. And it's like all these Republicans doing YMCA. And you're like, I can't. I can't. Gay, 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 yeah. gay, 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 I think gay, gay, gay. Too. I think did, I think he did. Do you hear the people sing at one point? <laughs> Incredible. I hate him. I fucking hate him. Incredible. Um, well, since we're, we're gearing towards the end, well, tell us about the, the show since we're kind of talking about. Hey it. now. Yeah. Um, it's called. Yes, I can say that. It's based on my book. Well, it's like my book coming to life. I wrote this book. Yes, I can say that when they come for the comedians, we're all in trouble, which is all about free speech, and a lot of history of stand up. Uh, and it's about free speech through the perspective of a comedian. And this show, I mean, it's a lot more personal, um, but it's really about, you know, it's funny, but it's also about how the, the how if you shut down comedy and satire, that's the end of free speech. That's mm-hmm. it. All we're trying to do is make you laugh. That's it. And we tell the truth and you can't shut down comedy. I mean, and you think back in history, it was the comedians in uh, that were telling the truth about, you know, the Third Reich. And Hitler passed this treachery act where you weren't allowed to joke or about anything doing or you would get killed. You would be killed because humor is such a weapon. Yeah. Like the fucking orange fuckface couldn't yeah. even go to the White House Correspondents Dinner. Yeah. You know? And he wanted the DOJ to investigate SNL. You know, it's fucking no. We, Do you think it's hard yeah. uh, as a comedian, like, to say we let comedians talk about what they want to talk about? That then you do open the door, obviously, to comedians who are going to be virulently racist homophobic, and, racist, yeah. transphobic. Like, is it is it a challenge to 
hold on to your values, but still say free speech is the most and important I, thing. I think it free speech. You have to yeah. the haters. You can't shut anyone down. Mm-hmm. You can't. You're also like they're showing who they are. Right. By exactly. Doing that. So you're like you know who those people are. You're like okay, right. I'm not going to sure. go to that. You know, like right. that's sure. who their base is. I think then. like I think comedians had a, a struggle with that at some point that where they just didn't know. I think with Chappelle, it's the same thing. There, there's liberal minded comedians who go like, "Fuck this guy." All right, then don't listen to him. Yeah. You know, I mean, did I, you know, I think Dave's funny. Did I like what he said? You know, no, I don't like everything that fucking comes out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there were people, there were people, I mean, you can't silence people. They were annoyed with SNL thing. And I was like, I was like, there's worse. I don't know. I, I thought it was fine. For the most I, I, part. There was a co- there were a couple things that there were a couple was things. like, that's not funny and it's not true, but whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, there's plenty of hateful, horrible, misogyny. You know the shit I listened to in the 80s when I was doing stand-up? Of course. Oh, my God. You can't even imagine um, the shit about women and fags and dykes and, you know, it was just awful. You should and, see his act now. Yeah, <laughs> shut up. Uh, but, yeah, it was... And and then to go back twenty years and say you said this twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the yeah, world yeah. has changed. Yeah, it's sure. changed. We're evo- you know we want people to evolve. I hate that in any community where you're like, yeah, but twenty years ago you said this about gay people. It's like, but they evolve. Like we're here to make you evolve. Yes. And and then when they do, you can't bring up. It's like being in a relationship with someone who's always bringing up old fucking shit that you already resolved. So I do hear believe. That yeah, but you can't when once you stop, you know, it, it, the discourse, then there's no evolution. Like if you stop discussing yeah, yeah, yeah. things or talking about things or yeah, I believe in all I even if I hate what the person's saying, I think you cannot. That's what the First Amendment is, except I have a problem with lying and inciting violence, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it, it, I have an issue with you know these people who legislate like we're just telling jokes these people who are legislators are saying things that are just not fucking true yeah um and inciting violence and killing people that i don't i'm well, I like saw, we were just watching before you came here mike lindell the my pillow guy oh God, but jimmy he- kimmel had him on uh the show and that he like put him in a Tried to embarrass him. He only would conduct the interview. He was in one of those claw machines, literally. They put him in the claw machine, had kids playing with it as he was doing the interview. And there's a part of it where I'm like, okay, I get the intention here and the embarrassment. And they're like, look at this, huck, this, uh, this, what's it called? Um, con man. Yeah. But on the other hand, I go, okay, so let me get this straight. We believe this person uh, wanted to help incite the overthrowing of the government and in my mind i'm like you know going to the camps this is the guy who would go kill that group gas that group right i'll fuck her like this is we're we're saying that this is the kind of evil within this person and we're gonna have him on the show we're gonna have him on the show dehumanize him or yeah yeah. but but, but i know know but i know i hate that spotlight's a spotlight and 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 honestly especially on network tv I don't think you're dehumanizing them quite sufficiently, right? Given what you're doing, and the fact that he would agree to that—I yeah, mean, that's course. the point. You're, like, you're in on it with each other, you right? Know? Yeah. But it's also you like- want to do an interview, and 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 a and a group of of people get to shit on his face. 
like that, like something so humiliating. Right. But this is kind of cutesy. It's cutesy. Right. It's funny. Right. And he's still making money off the backs of, of idiots. Right. Who still support him. So don't. If he's this bad, you wouldn't have, you know, Goebbels on the show oh, right. because you think, well, let, let me make Goebbels look like a real dumb dumb. Put him in a vending machine. Like, I think, I just think it's a weird thing that, that these celebrities in the liberal and the conservative spheres, they kind of play around. And I'm like, okay, then you're not taking it fucking seriously. Right. It's like when Fallon had Trump on, yes. yeah. you know, yeah, it was dangerous, It was, but it, but it was also like. No politicians. If I ran a show, I'd say we can't have politicians on the show. I would have like historians or historians, something. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah but, but I wouldn't even have on the ones because you have on this one. Then the Republicans go, well, you got to have one of these. It's right. like, okay, we'll have one of these. And suddenly you let Ted Cruz tell a cute story on your, your show. Yeah. He's a fucking piece of yeah, shit. Yeah. And the constant, I mean, I hate George Santos so much, but it's constant. It, uh, which I think is in a way good because- you know, they're, but I think, you know, they're getting the truth out, but I think he, he loves it. He's loving oh, every yeah. fucking- Is there any yeah. degree of like, you know what? We had to have some gay politicians who were monsters. You know, he's like, he's like, no, he's like, just a- like part of progress. But also, part of, progress. of course, yeah. and also the fact that he is not who he says he is and you're not saying, they don't say a fucking thing. Do you know if yeah. he was a Democrat, they'd be like, get the fuck out of here right now. Yeah. yeah, it's just. Uh. Um, all right, let's go on. Uh, we're running out of time. Let's go on to our blessing. You better count your blessing. Do you sing in the show too? No. Um, Russell, do you have a blessing? Yeah, it's real quick. Uh, I just got back from New Orleans. It was a great trip. Um, I loved it. Um, and I want to just a quick thank you to, uh, I don't, she probably doesn't listen, but, um, well, she said she does, but you know, um, my friend, Emily Doley, she always takes such good care of us while we're there. She uh, picks us up from the airport. She, she brings king cakes. Like she just really always is. And she shows us the best places. So I just, I'm thankful for her. She's, she's a great friend and she is just a great, uh, New Orleans person that I'm very thankful for. Um, I'll do a shout out. I, I was in LA taping something for this thing called Don't Tell. Was not happy with the set. Had a very big meltdown. And my my younger sister, who's a dancer, like left me a very sweet vo- voice memo the next day, just being like, you know, just a very like sweet, supportive, uh, you're fine uh, message. And it's you know when when your siblings get old enough that they can really. Uh, be parental in a way for a moment to make you mm. feel good. She just left me a very sweet message. Um, and she, she's the only sibling of mine in the arts, but it was very nice to get that from her. So thank you, Katie. Thank you, Kate. <laughs> Wait, do I have to do one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What is it called? Just a blessing? Yeah, something, yeah, something specific. Some, we've something. complained a lot. We, We're like a nice... Oh, know. all right. Well, um, I just want to say last night I FaceTimed Ben at college and he was on the phone with his girlfriend 
And he added me in to the FaceTime. Oh. Wow. And she goes to Binghamton and he goes to Trinity. And we, the three of us like hung out last wow. night. That's very. I'm from that's, near Binghamton. That's like, that's big. I understand. I the, like, like big. that he didn't just not pick up the phone. Well, He's like, oh, mom mommy. In. Okay. Hold on. I'm getting Samantha in. And I was like. We're gonna all hang out together. Yeah. I love this. If I was on the phone with someone and I just brought in my mom, she'd be like, "Oh, what the fuck is going on?" Uh, she'd be cool, but I don't think yeah. it would be a great conversation, right? Yeah. And, and also, I talk to Henry a lot, and his girlfriend never like is like, "Get off the phone with your mother." Yeah, you know what I mean? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Well, it is I'm cool. So You're lucky. a successful comedian. You know, there's a there's like it's not just like a you know what I mean? Like it's sure. like there's a Cool complaint. Yeah, no, fuck oh, my mom. She's just they, a Pilates teacher. All they do teacher. is complain about me. <laughs> it's like, no, mommy. I'm not, I but, it, oh, you know what I do? You know, he has practice and, uh-huh. and all that, and I call it rehearsal. Uh-huh. And, yeah. Uh-huh. And like, you know, he... Whatever. I use all art terms during his... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah for yeah, his yeah, sports, yeah. sports shit. I... Uh, well, that's nice. A good phone call. I tried yeah. calling Russell last night. And I uh, called you back. I, you called me. Phone calls with you Russell. Call, no, you know, listen, I have some friends listen, who like to talk. You called me at seven fifteen. The show starts at seven. I'm gonna call you back no! in the two hours. I'm what in your show. He's on stage for thirty seconds. You'll oh, shut the fuck up. I'm not. I'm on stage a lot, <laughs> and I, I, and then I'm not gonna call you. No, it's before not that. I get no, the train it's not home. that. It's not about the win. I called you back at seven fifteen. No, what's funny is when you're on the phone, you can tell that you're you're looking for the wrap up. Within the first couple minutes, yeah, I have. We've never had a phone call that's gone over ten minutes okay. max, and I'm the whole sorry. time I, I can feel myself pulling more things out of you. I you just know? can't believe you guys talk on the phone. Like I, 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 I love talking on the phone, and so I thought I. your generation doesn't talk on the phone. Listen, I talked to you for an hour and a half yesterday and an hour and a half today on this podcast. So not the same. I didn't have not like, the same. Uh, like uh, you know, like you're one of those. How is New Orleans? Good. <laughs> I mean, it's fucking. It's All a right. night. Well, I'll tell. He doesn't God. give you I'll anything. You I want to go see that show. I'm so excited. Please, come. that'll run forever, don't yeah, you think? Yeah, it's, it's gonna be. It's gonna be running forever. Are long you time. gonna stay there? I'm staying till. At He's least, gonna be there a long. I'm gonna stay in there till at least May something. Um, but you know, we'll see what happens. Um, so, yeah. Just yeah. So all great. downside listeners, Russell couldn't give you free tickets. Just message no, I him. I wish I had free tickets. I can you get can't you house do that. Seats. Do no. you know how many people are they like, think you can? Yeah, they're like, can. oh, we want to come opening night. I'm like, I get two tickets for opening night, and they're not going to you. Okay, yeah. Yeah. like yeah. they think you. It's like people your, do that for comedy shows. I'm like, uh, it's a door deal. So yeah. right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like you to. Pay. I can get you thirty percent right. off though. Really? Yeah. Send me a DM, and I'll I'll give you thirty percent off. Yeah. All right, family you heard that friendly. here. Downside yeah. listeners, thirty percent off. That's yeah. a good deal. I think that I have a friend, friends and family promo code. I, I wish we had so talked. We would have made this a Patreon exclusive, <laughs> but great <laughs> yeah. offer for free. Um, Wait, uh, I'm gonna sneeze. This is okay. That's it. I usually have like seven, but yeah. This is the downside. Oh wait, no, I forgot to do plugs. Plug. I take it back. Oh my God. Plugs. What would you like to plug? Oh, when me. is I'm this on? When is this on? March 7th. Uh, we're releasing March 7th to, to time. Fuck. All right. Okay. So March 7th, I will be in previews. My show is in previews at 59E59 Street Theaters. Yeah. Uh, yes, I can say that. Come. Please come. Uh, it's it's uh, running until uh, April 16th. And get my book. Yes, I can say that when they come for the comedians, we're all in trouble. 
Great. What would you like to plug? Titanic at the Joe Roth Theater, eight shows a week. Come see um, it. Great. Uh, join the Patreon, patreon.com slash downside. What was that? I forgot one thing. Oh, oh go for it. Yeah. I have a podcast called Kill Me Now. Yes. Please fucking listen to it. Okay? Thank you, five stars. And whenever you talk about something Jewish, you do it, you ding a bell. Right? Yeah, I do. Yeah. You have to do my podcast. Have you done my podcast? No, I haven't. Oh, you have to do my podcast. Uh, Judy, I'd love to do your podcast. We uh, so we have a Houston show. Whatever you want. We have a Houston show, remember? Oh, we have yeah, but we don't have the date yet, right? I know. I you know. Fuck. Okay, so uh, uh, downside listeners, I'm gonna be headlining in Hartford, Connecticut, <gasps> March 11th, uh, Comedy Fort, Fort Collins, uh, in, uh, March 17th and 18th, and then the weekend after that, Russell and I will be doing a live podcast in Houston as part of our first festival, mm. doing a live show. Uh, but otherwise, find me online for all my upcoming touring dates. And uh, uh, I was trying to time it with your sneeze last time with uh, with the. Uh, I usually sneeze like seven times in a row. It's so annoying. This is the downside. One, two, three. Downside. downside. You're listening to the downside. The downside with John Marco Cerezi.